Hello, and thank you for listening to What Matters Most. Today on What Matters Most, what I want to talk about is my colleague, Jerry Belasta, who was an occupational therapist in New York City that I've known for over 20 years and who died of COVID-19 88 days ago. I first met Jerry in the year 2000, and he was a young occupational therapist, new to New York, and trying to start out in private practice. And, you know, we met a couple of times, and he he found his way and decided that he wanted to go into pediatrics and, and went on to become an early intervention occupational therapist and eventually started an agency of his own and, and was doing very, very well. And, and I always liked him because he was... He was just an interesting kind of therapist. He... Um, he was a first-generation uh, college grad. He was not born in this country. He was from the Philippines, and he was very determined to make it, and of all places, to make it in New York, which is not easy. So over the years, we kept in touch, and he would contact me, and we'd set up appointments whenever he would have some problems or issues. And then in 2007, 2007 he he called me or, and said that he wanted to come and talk to me again, and he came. And this time when I opened the door, he, he had hair down to his waist, and he was looking very different. And, you know, we sat down and started to talk. And he told me that he wanted to make a movie. And he was worried about whether he could still maintain his identity as an occupational therapist, but veer off into filmmaking. And he had done everything he needed to do. He had taken classes in uh, at NYU. He had his mother backing him, and he was very committed to making a movie about his home country, the Philippines, and really about the a particular people of the Philippines, the Patayas. And the Patayas lived in one of the largest dump site towns in the Philippines. Yet he, he wanted to tell the story of them because he knew that they were a very proud people and that the world should really understand more about him. So instead of discouraging him, I told him that, you know, part of what we do as occupational therapists, there's many different ways to help people and that it could possibly be that the film that he makes ends up being his most important contribution as an occupational therapist. So he, he sort of put his direct treatment on the back burner, spent a good number of years making the movie. I think it took about three years. And in 2010, the movie came out. It was called The Mountain Thief. I remember going to the opening of the movie in New York, and it was just an incredible, incredible film. And it turned out that Jerry was not only a good OT, but such a masterful storyteller. And I wasn't the only one who thought so. He ended up winning many, many awards for this movie and really, you know, really accomplished a great deal in sharing the story of these people who managed to maintain their dignity and their thankfulness for life while still living on this mountain that was really actually just a very large dump site. 
So after the movie, I think he kept his hair long for a couple of years, but found his way back to more traditional occupational therapy. He fell in love. He married a, pedi- a pediatric uh, rheumatologist just about a year ago and was embarking on yet another OT venture. He had sold his existing EI company, his share of it, back to his partners and was starting on a new EI company with his wife, um, who was going to be working with him. And he was very excited about it. And, and just this past March, I had another consult with him, and he was interested in finding out more about better ideas to market this new EI company. And we, he came to the webinar I gave in on March 2nd about marketing. And he sent me an email afterwards thanking me and telling me he got some really good ideas. And then in mid-March, he started to post about COVID and just encouraging therapists to stay safe. He posted articles about it, and he, he was very involved in making sure that people were smart because what was happening in New York at the time in March was not good, and, and the disease was rampant. And then suddenly, Jerry contracted COVID-19 himself and was hospitalized and unfortunately never recovered from it and died, as I said, 88 days ago. So this was a real shock to me and to everybody who knew him. And I mean, at the time, there were so many New Yorkers dying and so many healthcare professionals dying. I think over 700 healthcare professionals died. And he didn't die as a frontline worker. He didn't catch the disease that way. But I mean, his death really had a, a, a major impact on me, I guess in part because he was young. He was just turning 50. Actually, it was his birthday about four days ago. And he really was just embarking on another part of his life that it just was profoundly sad to me that he he'll never get he never got the chance to actualize this next goal of his so i was pretty upset and i just started to think you know what what can i do that could honor his life and i decided that the best way that i could honor his life was to start a a scholarship fund for the next generation of OTs and maybe someone like him who would come to New York, go to OT school and then go on to do something, you know, make some contribution to, to the world of OT in the same way that Jerry did. So I ended up Googling OT scholarships and my first hit was with the on Google was for the American Occupational Therapy Foundation and a man named Lawrence Liff, who is the chief development officer. So I immediately emailed him and I, I have to say I wasn't so uh, optimistic because I had I thought in my head that this was going to be a very bureaucratic procedure and that I'd have to fill out a lot of forms and maybe it could happen and maybe it couldn't. And I just told Larry the story of Jerry in an email and I 
got a response back in 15 minutes. And his response was, Iris, we want to make this happen. And we want to help you make this happen. So since that time, I've been working with Larry to help make this happen. And he's been working with me. And I can't thank him enough for literally cutting through some of the red tape that would have been necessary so that we could get the word out about um about the scholarship that has been set up and it's going to go to OT students in the state of New York. The first scholarship will be awarded in 2021. And I decided that I wanted to raise $50,000 so that it could become a permanent scholarship and with a permanent endowment. So that's a pretty tall order to be raising money in the middle of a pandemic. So to date, I'm happy to announce that we have had over 96 people, almost exclusively therapists, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart to everybody who who did donate, and we're up to about $2,800. So I decided that I wanted to um, record a podcast and then have Larry speak a little bit about the OT Foundation and the scholarship, really in an effort to encourage those of you who have not donated thus far to make a donation, however small it be. Even a $5 donation, if I got 9,000 more therapists to donate $5, we would fully fund the scholarship and it would become an endowment. In addition, I'm going to be contacting each and every vendor, each and every company that makes its living by providing products and services for therapists and asking them to also make a donation on Jerry's it really in the name of Jerry for the scholarship because they they're stakeholders in our field as well and uh I I have to know that they they make a uh, they make their living by having therapists support them and their products and their platforms and this would be a great way for them to give back. So again, thank you for listening to a little bit more about Jerry. I appreciate each and every one of you. I will list. Uh, on my website so that you can get a link and Larry's going to mention it. Larry's going to be talking in a few minutes and Larry's going to mention where you could specifically make the donation. So I just want to thank everybody in advance for whatever contribution you could make for anything you could do to help spread the word, because now is the time for us to raise as much money as possible so that the uh, foundation could determine how much, uh, the scholarship will be for in the calendar year 2021. So thank you again for listening and hopefully for making a donation. So I'm very happy to be talking to Larry Liff, who is the Chief Development Officer for the American Occupational Therapy Foundation. And he's actually the the reason that this scholarship in Jerry's memory can get off the ground to begin with. So I thought it was important and helpful for people to just gain some understanding about the foundation and how they actually run the scholarship program. So I'll leave it to Larry to give us all some insight and input put into this. Hi, thank you so much. It's a real privilege to be here uh, and happy that we can uh, honor Jerry's life in such an important way. 
Um, as you mentioned, you know, I'm Chief Development Officer at the American Occupational Therapy Foundation. Uh, we are the profession's, uh, you know, uh, research arm investing in, uh, you know, evidence-based practice, uh, the researchers, and the future OT workforce. So this is a great opportunity to really, uh, you know, help uh, current OT students and future OT students in New York who want to enter the profession. Uh, we know there's a growing demand for OT services, uh, and so financial aid for students is certainly uh, welcomed. Um, you know, I'm excited to have people give uh, either by the Just Giving site uh, or on our website, uh, and they can simply go to aotf.org, uh, click on the donate button, and uh, select the Jerry Velasco Scholarship from our fund uh, menu. Uh, we are going to be raising money over the next couple uh, months for this scholarship, uh, and we're going to be opening up scholarship applications in August for students who will then have until October to apply. We review uh, in the winter, make sure everyone has met the criteria uh, and that they're in good uh, academic standing with their home institution. And then we make announcements about scholarships uh, right before the AOTA conference. Uh, so we're excited to announce the first winner uh, of Jerry's scholarship in, in 2021. Right. That, I mean, to me, this is such a great way to honor him. And I know that it's going to mean, it already does mean a lot to his wife and to his mother to know that a student is going to be learning the profession that he actually really loved and, and participated in for over 20 years in New York. So let me ask so that we all have a better understanding. Do a lot of students, are a lot of students going to be applying for this scholarship, would you imagine? I would imagine uh, New York State has, has a number of outstanding programs. Uh, we know they're always, uh, you know, getting uh, capacity with, uh, you know, students to fulfill uh, each class. Uh, I hope that they will continue in, in virtual environments. Um, but yeah, I mean, over the last couple of years, uh, the foundation has awarded about 60 scholarships uh, and we have hundreds of students apply each year. I think last year it was just under 400. Uh, so I think, you know, with the announcement that we've got a special one uh, just for students in New York, uh, we will see uh, dozens, if not hundreds of students apply from uh, many of the programs, uh, both in New York City, on Long Island, uh, upstate, downstate, uh, out west. So. Right. And then I would assume that a student that gets this scholarship does get the history behind the scholarship and will actually know why this scholarship exists and, and so that it has some additional meaning? Absolutely. When we post scholarships, in addition to the criteria, we usually like to include a little bio if it is in memory of somebody or in honor of somebody. And so, yes, we will uh, let students certainly know, you know, uh, in the application, you know, who Jerry was uh, and, uh, you know, his impact on, you know, OT in New York that that's fantastic and i i really you know obviously now i'm fully committed to this project and i i have a newfound appreciation for how difficult fundraising can be especially during the times of a pandemic and and honestly there i mean there's over 800 healthcare workers who have died in this country so i almost feel a little bit bad singling out jerry yet I also feel that he's very deserving of this, as I'm sure many others are too. And I know I probably speak for every therapist and every organization that has donated or hopefully will donate that, you know, we'd love to find out who gets the first scholarship and sort of follow their story because in some way it becomes part of Jerry's story. So 
Um, you know, I, I, I have really appreciated working with you thus far. I'm very committed in the next few weeks to really ramping this up so that we could really offer a good scholarship and hopefully for more than one year. So let's see what happens. But um, everybody will have the link of how to donate and hopefully get, you know, invested in this, not only from a financial point of view, but also from an emotional point of view, as I feel, to make sure that this happens and uh, for everybody's best interests, including the future of our profession and for Jerry's legacy. So, uh, Larry, I really, I thank you for everything you've done thus far. And I look forward to working with you in the next couple of weeks and hopefully years to come with this. So thanks very much. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure to work for you. I, I'm thrilled that we've had uh, over 86 donors uh, to the fund so far. Uh, we still have ways to go, but uh, I agree. This is a great way to honor uh, somebody like Jerry and to make an impact on the future of the profession. Uh, as, you men as I mentioned to you, if we can raise $50,000, we'll be able to endow the scholarship to have it live on forever. Uh, so that, you know, decades from now, uh, you know, Jerry will still be able to help, uh, you know, emerging OTs enter the field. So uh, we're excited to do this. We're excited to honor Jerry and we're very thankful to all the generous uh, donors uh, that have given and, and, and uh, early thank you to those who, who will give uh, to make a real difference uh, for OTs in New York. Agreed. Okay. So thank you very much and stay safe and let's see what happens. Thank okay. you.